State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. In the middle of life's messes. Hot, happy mess. I'm Zuri Hall, and this is Hot, Hot happy, happy Mess. Oh, shoot. <laughs> What's up? Happy maybe Monday, depending on what day you're listening to this. That is the day the new episodes come out, because this is Hot Happy Mess, of course. And I am your host, Zuri Hall. And this is your friendly reminder that you, my friend, can have it all. As the wise sage Oprah once said, I think she said this, at least according to like an Instagram quote or a Google meme, she said it. So, you know, who knows? But we can have it all, just not at once. I love that. I live by that. I don't believe in, you know, putting anything indefinitely on a shelf. Um, if I don't want to, I feel like you can always set something down and pick it back up later. And that I can very much have all of the things that I want for myself and in my life, just Maybe not so much, probably not at the same time. So in today's episode, we are going one-on-one with Vanessa Simmons. She is the sweetest, uh, so kind, and just really a, a pleasure to talk to and a pleasure to hang out with. I've had the opportunity to work with her a couple of times uh, before I asked her on the podcast. Um, so today's episode is all about balancing motherhood and your career. It's possible, right? Like I'm not a mother yet. Well, I'm a dog mom. <laughs> now. It is hard, uh, but I can't even imagine a human child. But Vanessa is one of many women who are making it look great and easy, even though we know it's not always great. And it is certainly never easy. Um, oftentimes we hear so many stories about how hard motherhood is, uh, but I'm really grateful that Vanessa's here to talk a little bit about how she balances it all. So without further ado, here is Vanessa. 
All right, y'all. As promised, the lovely Vanessa Simmons is here on the podcast. She is the definition of power across fashion, beauty, and entertainment. Y'all know her. We love her. She's the daughter of hip-hop pioneer Rev Run of the legendary rap group Run DMC. And it was only fitting that Simmons stepped into her own at such an early age as a mother, an actress, a fashionista, and a creative director. Vanessa quickly showed the world that she was boss material with the hit reality TV show. I used to love this show, y'all. Come on now. MTV's Runs house, all right? Classic, classic. Uh, these days, she is keeping so busy as a mompreneur uh, and a mother, of course, to her beautiful daughter, Ava. Vanessa's unparalleled business savvy fashion sense and love for beauty and skincare has fueled her creative fire. She's got a cruelty-free skincare line, Sugar Me, and her successful Mommy and Me clothing line, Glitter and Lace. Vanessa, how are you? Wow, I'm good. Thank <laughs> you for that amazing introduction. Thank you. I mean, I mean, I didn't have to do much. I just had to let them know what the credentials were. I was um, talking to Vanessa just a few seconds ago before we started recording. So I had the pleasure of working with you. I thought it was three years ago. You immediately were like, nah, sis, it was like six, seven years ago. Oh, it was a while ago. But like I said, uh, everything is just bunching together time. I, know. I don't know where it's going. I don't know how yeah. I'm year old already. It's, it's flying by. Um, I can't wait to talk about how you balance motherhood with this amazing career of yours. Um, for those listening, we partnered up on, we were doing an e-red carpet. It was the Grammys after party, I think. And you were guest co-hosting too. Um, really good times. And since then, it's been awesome to just watch your career evolution. So before we get into the nitty gritty of your career, we want to do a quick rapid icebreaker where just whatever comes to mind, just give it to me, Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. First up, what are three items you've got to have if you're stranded on an island by yourself? Some really good water, drinkable water, like alkaline, something really good. Um, my daughter. Um, can I include my daughter and my man? Can they be two for one? You, you better do it two for one. I'll let you have that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll take my family. Okay. That's a package deal. Really good water. And I think we'll be okay with amazing food as long as we have some good shelter i think we'd, we'd be good like okay you know, kind of experience that with quarantine a little bit so yeah i love that you just put the essentials i was going to be like a strong wi-fi connection oh. a paddle boat just dumb stuff that i would regret two days we might into need the a paddle boat though the wi-fi <laughs> I, might, I might it might be okay to disconnect from the world yeah N- not the worst thing okay what is the weirdest or most bizarre dream you've had this month Ooh, they've been weird. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They've been really vivid and weird lately. Um, I was in a dream that I thought I woke up from. I thought I was, you know, it was back to reality. Like, yeah, but it wasn't. I was still in a dream, but there were things that would just change ever so slightly. And I was just like, I wonder if I just woke up in a different dimension. Really? It, It was so bizarre. Like, it's so wait, game, but little things were off. Like the clock was off, and yeah. um, my bed was different. But we were still in the same home, and yeah, it was weird. That's I almost think- the trippiest kind, right? Like I've had those because you start going through it. Like okay, I guess I'm just gonna do life now, and then something super weird makes you realize this is not actually <laughs> reality. <laughs> Okay, you are not alone in that. Lastly, um, we saw you recently did pole dancing. What is your next adventure on the list? Um, well, actually, I recorded all that, so you guys will get a chance to see that. Um, I did race car driving, 
Uh-huh. Um, and we're thinking about doing synchronized swimming next. Okay. And All I right. a rap song. I became a Ooh. rapper for the day. And Wait. The song wasn't that bad. So is she a rapper now? Wait, do we have a rap name? We don't have a rap name, but it's it's my alter ego. She's been brewing for a while. I think it's time to unleash oh, her. Oh, I'm down for the music. I don't want anyone to get it confused. It's just like <laughs> a random adventure I tried just to get like more in touch with myself. Like, feel yeah, free, you know. And, and did you feel more free? Do you feel Absolutely. like it was something you enjoyed? Yeah, I was like, wow, I, I think I might be able to be a rapper if I really gave it a shot. Okay. Yeah, for the pole dancing class, just took me out of my element a little bit. Yeah. And allowed yeah. me to just, I don't know, feel free, not so restricted and confined to like everyday activities. Yeah, yeah. All right. I love it. Well, I will stay tuned for Vanessa Simmons' uh, mixtape dropping soon. Hopefully 2022, speak that into existence. Um, To kind of dive into all of the stuff you have going on. Obviously, um, you have the hustle of your legendary family. You said once, I think people have a lot of misconceptions about people that grow up privileged. Everything is not spoon fed to us. We have to work for our name. And that's just the truth. Um, Talk about that a little bit. As we dive into this, I'd love for our listeners to have contact on um, not just who you are and what we know about you, but the behind the scenes stuff that we maybe haven't realized you still had to work at to get. Oh, 100%. I think a lot of people, you know, they see where the background I come from. And I won't deny that, you know, I was very privileged. I grew up a charmed life. And, you know, my dad did spoil us, but he did also teach us like the importance of work ethic. And if we wanted to continue the lifestyle we grew up under, we were going to have to work for it. There was no way he was handing over a black card and going, go crazy, go wild, live the life. He was like, no, you know, I can show you this lifestyle, but it's going to take hard work. So my dad always been about that. Even in college, you know, I had jobs. I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch. I worked at- Stop. Did you? Yes, because my dad was like, you need to understand the value of a dollar, you know, how hard it is to make that money that you need mm-hmm. just ask for your car or whatever. And I want you to take that into life. I don't want you- growing up thinking that everything can be handed to you. And yeah. um, I've worked I really hard over the years. Um, Wait, did they make you wear the, the flip-flops with the flare legs? I had an Abercrombie moment too. Seasonal, Christmas season. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had everything. The, okay. the little tops with the the layered tops. Remember we used to wear like the polo yes. on top with the little... With like, the cami underneath. The yes. <laughs> All of that. So, um, yeah, I'm no stranger to hard work and having to use hard work to get really what I want. People think that my dad can just hand us, you know, a million dollars or hand us a career. And that's just not it. Talent yeah. is the driving force behind having success in the fields that I want to, you know, grow in. So it's yeah. taken a lot. It's taken a lot of no's. It's taken a lot of failure or what I thought at the time was failure, which just ended up being lessons. And, um, I'm still going. I'm still going yeah. after it. I'm proud that I'm an entrepreneur back at my company and also acting, which is one of my biggest passions. And, you know, it's starting to work out professionally for me. So that's very good. Fun. Good. I love to hear that you're a, you're a serial entrepreneur. You've got 15 years under your belt, a string of successful ventures in motion. Um, you kicked it off with launching pastry, right? We all remember the, the launch of pastry initially with your sister, Angela. That was back in 2007. And mind you, before your 25th birthday even, right? Yeah. Before so impressive. I was like 22 when we wow. began pastry. And yeah. 
just turned 15 this past March. Oh so my goodness. Beginning of 2020, I went back as creative director of the company because it thrives in dance. And I'm just so proud that we were able to start a brand that actually has a place in movement and is loved mm-hmm. by the dance community. Yeah. But I've come yeah. back to just like realign the brand with some of the core values Angela and I begin on making sure that it's still aspirational, making sure that it's a brand that cares. And now we're working on fun new product that I'm really excited to launch. We are working on a fitness clothing line, which is called Pastry Core, really fun, bright colored workout um, necessities. And then I'm working on the sneaker designs, which I'm really particular about. So that's what's taking so long for the new sneaker designs. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. And then we got my it'll, daughter. It'll she's like a junior designer over there. And she created some sneakers we're working on. And I'm so proud of her. I just... Wait, I love this. Okay, so she's designing. Are they going to be for the for the kids too? This this new for the kids. Of the yes. Okay. And I mean, she made up an amazing idea that I could have never made up. And I'm like, wow, she's really my daughter. Like, she mm-hmm. really is watching me and that's why i feel like i go so hard and i hustle because i want her to have that recording in progress i want her to have that you know strong image of a woman who goes after what they want and can yeah can can achieve it with hard work yeah, you are certainly leading by example um and that's what i love to talk about right is that dynamic this is the motherhood series um so it's really about balancing motherhood with um our work lives our personal lives the things outside of of parenting um did you always know after you had ava that you wanted to go back to work what was it like one when you honestly got pregnant did you have a concern of is my life going to be the same am i going to be able to grind in the way that i did before I was so scared. I was terrified. I was like, it's done. That's it. You know, at least I got to do pastry. We had Run's house. We had daddy's girls. I think that this is it. I'm just going to be a mom. And my mom was like, why are you, why are you talking like that? You know, like this is a new chapter and you have to look at it that way. And so I heard my mom, you know, in the moment, but after I had my daughter, the inspiration that I got, the motivation that I got to really show up for her and not only for her, show up for myself because that's what she's looking at. It kicked in and that's what motivated me to go back to pastry. She started asking, she started seeing memorabilia around the house and she's like, well, how come you don't design sneakers anymore? And it touched my heart and I was like, you know what, baby, I'm going to fight and I'm going to go back and I'm going to run the company and and I'm just so proud to have her be a part of it. And um, it's nothing that I'm forcing on her. This is stuff that Ava gradually has grown into loves arts loves drawing she's an amazing drawer um and she really was making these designs coming home at three going look mommy look and I was like I have to go back in the field and show her you know by example what this be for her in the future that's what she wants so that's what like was born out of out of just we're gonna do this together as a mommy and me project and maybe when you're 18 you'll take it and you'll turn it into a contemporary brand and you know continue so that's the hope talk about legacy that's what i hear when you say that that's amazing we'll continue to support her in whatever her interests you know wherever her interests lie and fall but she's really 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 um advanced in this fashion stuff so i want to picture that as best as i can while she's young Absolutely. Deciding to go to work, to go back to work rather is something that so many women struggle with. You know, one of my best friends is going through it right now. Obviously she, we have the pandemic. And so she got more time with her baby girl than she'd expected. Um, and now she's like, Oh my God, I've had a year and a half with my baby. 
and it's time to go back to work and I don't know how I'm going to cope. Uh, what was it like for you in that initial phase of leaving for the day? You know, I don't know if she was at daycare or with a nanny, but what was that like for you emotionally and how'd you navigate it? Very hard. And a lot of calling my mom and being like, am I doing the right thing? And she's like, you know, this is normal. This is that mom guilt that's going to show up. But like, you have to be able to, to also make yourself happy so that you can be able to feed into your home. So, you know, she just encouraged me to go out and also to build a tribe. Don't be afraid to ask for help. The people that offer, Mm -hmm. the people that are there that are your support system, like reach out to them. It's, you know. I feel like we always feel like we have to do things on our own or, you know, figure things out on our own, but like, it's okay to reach out for help. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that I had to accept early on. Like, you don't have to do this by yourself. It's not meant to be. It's not, it's a thing when they say, you know, it takes a village to raise a child and it really does just really have to reach out and, and be open, which was hard for me, you know, relinquishing control and all of that. But it, it it's better for me and Ava in the end, you know? Yeah. When you think about navigating that and reaching out to your village, your tribe to help support you um, as you go through this journey of motherhood and also being a boss in your career, uh, that also equates to a lot of travel, right? I'm curious to know, does she travel with you? Um, if so, what does that look like? Like the nitty gritty of mommyhood, right? Oh. Implementing morning and nighttime routines yeah. while you're working, even when you're away, making sure she's doing what she would be doing if you were there. Yes, that's a lot. And um it is about having a regimen and it's about balance. So if you're going to be working and choosing to, you know, be a, a career woman, it's all about balance. Like knowing when to shut off the work break, knowing when to stop. And sometimes my man will tell me like, babe, I think you're, you might be talking about work too much. And then, you know, you pull together, you're like, okay. I felt that. I hear that. <laughs> all right. I received that. I received. It's all about balance and being as organized as you can. Um, you know, organizing the schedule, making sure everything at home is in order for someone to be able to come in and, you know, help out in the way that you need. Um, it's about implementing systems and it's about balance and knowing when to shut off the work and just live life because it can, yeah. can get too much sometimes. And I do have a right. lot going on, on, but there are certain times at night when I know I have to shut the business brain off and I'm just got to commit to being here home, present, being present and eat, 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 whatever you choose, whether it's going to be work or home, be present, be completely right so that you can give a hundred percent. How do you lean into presence? Like for, for you, what does mindfulness look like? Are you doing meditation? Do you do yoga? Is it reading? What, what do you tap into if you need to quickly center and be in the moment? Meditation, um, meditating and prayer for me, like every single morning before I go to work, if I don't meditate or pray, my day won't be as smooth as a day when I meditate or pray. And then even working out just releases those happy endorphins. Like it's real. Like I thought it was just like, you know, jokes you hear growing up. Like, no, you literally feel happier after you work out yeah. and a little bit more centered. So a lot of yoga, a lot of meditation, lemon water in the morning, like just things that make me feel good. Tea, um, mm-hmm. things that will send me off in a, on a positive note. But definitely yeah. meditation. Okay. Meditating affirmations, affirmations work. Ooh, I see. I still, I always say this. I have so many people come on and be like, affirmations are it. I meditate. I do yoga. I haven't gotten into affirmations yet, but I think I need to give it a try. That I am is so powerful. Like, and it just seems so taboo. So I'm going to say I am happy 10 times and it'll happen. Literally 
something happens chemically inside where you change the what the like flow of the day could be affirmations Mm -hmm. and it just seems like so metaphysical so like "Mm," but I promise you it works pick some things what I started saying to myself more recently a lot is I am enough and Mm. I feel like by saying that consistently over and over again I show up and I'm more confident in what I have to offer as opposed to thinking about oh maybe I'm lacking in this area or that area which you know as humans we all I'm sure have things we feel like we can be better at but affirmations help you to just like I don't know be more confident it all depends on what you're in on State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. I love you saying I am enough. I think that's something we all have struggled with at various points. You know, we did an episode on imposter syndrome even, and people were surprised to learn uh, that I suffer with imposter syndrome. And I talked about that very openly and it resonated with so many people because so often we get into these rooms and even if it's because of our skill and our talent and our hard work, we question whether or not we should be there or whether someone else is side-eyeing us, wondering if we deserve to be there. I'm curious to know um, when is the last time, if you can think of one, um, whether it's recent or in the past, where you felt like, am I enough? When you ask that question and we're intimidating. Um, Often, you know, I have to put myself out there a lot of times, auditioning, um, going out and doing work. And I know people will assume because I come from the background, I come from that thing. These things were given to me, like, you know, what we talked about earlier. And um, it happens often for me. And I have to go in and be like, you know what? You deserve to be here. You worked for this. You are enough. It doesn't matter what other people think. Just show up with your talent. 
show up with your best and the rest literally will fall into place. Um, so it does happen often for me and centering meditation, yoga, being in tune with myself are all things that help me to combat that challenge. Cause it is a challenge and it happens a lot working in Hollywood. Oh, absolutely. This town is, whew, it'll put you through it. It will put you through it. We have so many listeners uh, who struggle with the balancing act of, you know, of being a businesswoman or in the corporate space while also being a mother. Um, and some of them are single parents or maybe they're in a domestic partnership. But one thing that remains constant is they all come from a variety of economic backgrounds. And so that definitely um, can put the pressure on some women. We have a listener who submitted a question on motherhood. Her her name's Nova and she asked, I'm struggling to figure out how to be a hands-on and intentional parent and an entrepreneur. All-nighters and pricey solutions don't work well for all moms. So how do you choose what to outsource and how do you get ahead with kids in tow? Any advice? It goes back to that organization and just really being intentional with, you know, your day and your time and your the hours that we are allotted every day. Um, but it is... It, it, it is challenging but it's all about like just making sure that when I say organizing like taking out that notebook I feel like writing down things is so important like physically writing not even on the iPad or can't iPad. type it gotta really write it paper. what you want your day to be like what hours you allot to the business when you're going to turn that off and then switch back to mommyhood and you know the things that need to happen at home so it just really takes that organization and discipline I feel like from us to make it happen. Like the discipline of I'm going to do what I said I was going to do at this time, you know, cause an entrepreneur, you're your own boss. So it's essentially up to you. So I think it's about really organizing your time and your intention throughout the day and making sure you stick through and do what you said you're going to do. Cause if you don't show up for your in that way, then no one else will, you know, like right, you right. showing up for yourself. Yeah. And to that point, showing up for yourself, you know, we always say you can't pour from an empty cup. And I'm always saying I'm no good to anyone else if I'm not good to myself. I, people can tell when I'm depleted, when I'm exhausted, my family, my friends, the people that matter most don't get the best of me. I'm barely giving it to myself. So I'm curious to know how you balance being a mother and obviously your child coming first and foremost, but also taking care of yourself. We had an expert um, on the podcast recently, episode 26, and they said, take care of your kids' essential needs and then put yourself first, which is was kind of like a taboo thing, right? Like, oh, wait, I don't have to die to self. I don't have to come last to prove that I'm the ultimate mom. What do you do to, to lean into loving on yourself? And not feeling bad to take the time to love on yourself, whether whatever that looks like for you. That might be an hour at the gym. That might be going to get a manicure, pedicure. That might be just a soak in the bath with some meditation music and some candles. Whatever makes you feel nice, make sure that you don't neglect that. Make sure you're getting it in once or twice a week or as needed, you know, depending on how anxious you are or whatever's going on in your world. Um, take time for the self-care. Like that's why I made the sugar me because you know, before I had a daughter, I was always in the spa. If I had a rough day, I'm like, oh my God, I can't take it. I'm going to the spa. <laughs> After I had a child, I couldn't just like dip off like that. So I wanted to make products that were high quality, all natural, but also doing something for your body. And that's where sugar me comes from. Like taking that me time, even if it's like 15, 10 minutes in your bathroom, a quick scrub, or we have the bath teas for the bath. Like just take that that time for yourself 
and make sure you give it, you know, make sure that you're nurturing yourself because like you said, you cannot pour from an empty cup. No one will yeah. from that. What are you, what are you giving? Right, right. And what I love about Sugar Me is it's accessible, right? You know, you talk about the spa days or going out and Lord knows I love a spa day, but this is a, a, a very accessible way to treat yourself and love on yourself. Maybe you can't get away to the spa today or this weekend or this month, but you can indulge in a way that's affordable. Right. It's all about that extra inspiration to give yourself that time. You know, all of the scents are so lovely, make you feel energized and make you feel bright um, and pretty and you know, all of that. So everything is natural. And then like, like I said, like self-care is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself. And it doesn't just stop at the beauty treatments. Like I said, that could be meditation, it could be yoga, it could be working out. It could be sitting in a park, reading your favorite book, giving yourself that time or watching a show, but it's necessary for life. Right, right. Uh, for you, you have this added layer of not just motherhood and corporate life, but uh, being a public figure, right? To a certain degree, you know, I think we all have various uh, levels of that. Even if you're a mom in Montana with, you know, a social media following, whether it's 100 people, 5K, you have a public audience that you're worried about or thinking about or, or creating content for. Um, and you particularly living life on TV, uh, folks get this false sense of knowing you. They overstep boundaries. It easily turns into cyberbullying and inappropriate questions that no one thought to ask 10, 20 years ago, but the internet just, people get real bold out here with these, with these internet connections. What has that been like for you? Um, really raising your daughter, being a mother and being in the, the corporate space under the spotlight. It's definitely an interesting mix. And there are definitely days when I have to talk myself down from answering someone and giving them energy that they want. Cause essentially that's what people are looking for. They're looking for energy. Like it might make their day to argue with you, you know, or whoever they're going after. So it's really all about balance. And, um, you know, you give a bit, but then I make sure that I, I, I keep some stuff for myself. And that's why I'm a little bit more private than my sister, some of my siblings. I keep a lot of my personal life to myself as much as I can. And, but I do also want to give and be open to the people who have supported me for so very long in this industry. So it's a, it's a rough balance because the industry, social media has changed everything. Like from when we first came out on Run's House, this did not exist. So it's kind of like uncharted waters and we're learning every single day how to best um, handle it. But um, like I said, like I go where the love is. I think that that's the best thing. Go to where you feel celebrated and loved and, and give out that same energy rather than going where there's hate and negativity and then you fall into that and now you're a crab in a barrel with them instead of you know focus on what is feels good what feels right the people that are supporting you because it's usually more of them than there are of the haters but the haters so much louder in our faith you oh girl it's like well and that's the thing right like misery loves company the haters are loud because this is the only space where anyone's probably listening to them, hence the hate in their heart, you know, and it's, it's heartbreaking because I'm guilty of this. We've all, you know, fallen for it where you can have 10 good tweets, 10 positive comments, but that one, that one shady tweet, I would just, I would sit with it, boy. I would unpack it. I would type and delete and type and delete a response. <laughs> and it's just like, 
you know, God is still working on me, but for the most part, we're getting there. It's like, you can't take the bait because you're right. That's what so many trolls want. It's literally just lean on the side of what's good because there's so many more like good things going on than there are negative. And if we give the negative the attention, it's going to grow like fire. So leave it alone. Exactly. Amen to that. What has been the most difficult thing about motherhood that surprised you? Um, well, now that she's getting a little bit older and she's starting to talk a lot, she's very smart. <laughs> it's the the challenging me, you know, like we have a great relationship, me and my daughter, but like she's starting to challenge me and talk back. And now I find myself calling my mom and saying, sorry, <laughs> how I was growing up and, you know, asking, yeah. leaning on my parents a lot more for advice on how to handle this and not like, you know, ruin my child or be too tough or you know, like, how do you go about this the, the right way? So right now I'm having the shocking times, the things that she's saying back to me, the, the questions uh-huh. she's coming home and asking, you know, things she's learning in school. Like, how do I explain this? You know, like, I know eventually the birds and bees combo is coming and I know it's <sighs> early, but it's happening. They're talking about it. So now it's on my lap to, like, <laughs> explain. And I'm like, how? navigating those conversations i don't know i don't know what to say to myself i'm still learning (laughs) (laughs) you're like i just figured out the birds and the bees how the heck am i supposed to (laughs) talk to a kid about this oh my gosh i have chills because it's too much (laughs) are you stressed okay don't break out in the hives stand (laughs) out it's okay you got this girl you got this um are there any resources that you utilize when it comes to navigating motherhood any books podcasts uh tips that you recommend our listeners check out um, it's my mama for me. I'm sorry. She's still, yeah. she's still learning. And That's good. It's my mama's and I'm so blessed that I have two. Um, so they are my resource. They are my encyclopedia, mom, encyclopedia, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, mom, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. My mom's are my biggest yeah. resource, but definitely I would say other women need to just talk to other women about experiences. I feel like <laughs> we all have so much more in common than we actually realize as women. Um, and we can learn a lot from each other's experiences. So yeah. I would say that that's going to be the best resource. I love it. And for those who are co-parenting, what would your number one tip be? Communication. You know, I grew up in a very large blended family. And, you know, for the most part, we didn't see crazy stuff. Our parents kept it together. And it was because of their communication and openness with each other so you know they kept our lives pretty you know leveled and nice growing up even though they were no longer together so communication 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 and always put the child first and what their Mm -hmm. best interests Mm -hmm. are especially if you guys are not a couple working on anything together like that should be the primary focus easier said than done i understand that but communication whatever it's there Yeah, no, I love that. The same, like my parents didn't uh, divorce until I was in college, but they're still so close when I post, they still come out and spend time with me together. And people are like, oh, I want to love like your parents. I'm like, y'all, they broke up like (laughs) 10 years ago, but they still operate with love because they know at the end of the day, their three kids are what's most important. And they did that together. So as the child, right, the person on the receiving end, it makes it so much easier when you have two people who are putting you first and you can feel that love either way. Love that. That is such a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it matters yeah. and it can yeah. affect the child so much over a situation that has nothing to do with them, the parents' relationship, mm-hmm. what they see, that foundation. So, yeah. 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 Good stuff. 
Vanessa, you are killing it. Um, I feel like you have a thousand jobs. So I just need to say what's next first in case there's anything else you have going on that we need to support. Um, well, yeah, I, um, I think pastry right now is my biggest focus. We just aligned with Steven Tyler's Janie's Fund, which gives back to abused and neglected girls. So we've aligned the brand with that. I'm very proud of that. Um, so look out for the things we have coming with pastry. Um, I just wrapped on a Christmas film. So we'll have a Ooh. nice little holiday film coming out at the end of the year. And um, Craig Ross Jr.'s Monogamy is coming. Uh, season three should be out by the fall on All Black. So super excited about that. Um, yeah. And I mean, there are a lot of things, but I, I think the best way to keep up with me is just on my Instagram, Vanessa J. Simmons. And then also my website is vanessajeansimmons.com. So that's where you can keep up with everything. Vanessa, thank you. It was so good to catch up with you. You are um, a prime example of a mama who is just hot as hell and killing in her career. So a great example. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me today. And please, let's get together one day in L.A. Thank you again to Vanessa for joining me for this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing our conversation. It's really so refreshing to know that, you know, as women, we have the option to go after our dreams while also being there for our families. And certainly, you know, everyone's situation is different, right? We don't all have the same opportunities or setups or backgrounds um, or support systems in any area of the spectrum. So, of course, no two stories or, or experiences are the same, but I'm certainly very grateful to Vanessa for sharing hers. If you would like to share your story, if you know an awesome real woman uh, who has an amazing, heartfelt, maybe heartbreaking um, or uplifting story about motherhood, about being a mother, trying to become a mother um, and any of the the beauty and the bad that comes with that, I'd love to hear from you. So hit us up. You can email me at hello at hothappymess.com. You can slide in my DMs at Zuri Hall or at Hot Happy Mess. You know, I'm all about, you know, sharing your stories and highlighting your voices here on the podcast and it's a conversation between you and me us we're in this together so hit me up submit your real woman real story and stay tuned for more episodes we've got another one coming on monday every monday baby but in the meantime you can head over to hothappymess.com if you want to give a shout out if you have a question for me if you want um some tips or some advice you can drop a ask zuri line it could be a review or a what's up and Anything you want, go to howhappymess.com, leave a voice recording, and you might hear yourself in a future episode of the podcast. Okay? Okay. And by the way, if you're loving what you're hearing, then tell me, tell us. Words of affirmation are the love language of Team Hot Happy Mess. Leave us a review. In fact, here's a review from a lovely listener. We have at Kquali, K-Q-U-A-L-I. I'm a hot happy mess. And I'm already into this. That's just her title. Um, Kay Quali says, I'm living this thing called life the best way that I can. And I'm always searching for those whose interest is to just be great humans. Zuri brings so much light to my world weekly. I enjoy every topic and learn so much. But I especially love when her girlfriends are on. It speaks even more to who she is. Well, Kay Quali. I hope I'm not ruining that. Um, Thank you so much. I'm so glad you're loving the show. And this is a really great reminder that we are overdue for another group chat segment. So I'm going to go hit the group chat quite literally uh, after this so we can get the girls back on the show because y'all love the girl talking. You know, I love having it. 
So if you want to be a real one, like my homegirl who just left this beautiful review, then go to Apple Podcasts. It's a free, easy way to support. Type in hot, happy mess. Scroll down. Boom. Write your review. Boom. Five stars if you really want to make my day. Um, and if you like this episode, share it with a friend. I am Zuri Hall and I will see you, talk to you. You will hear me. We will have a conversation next Monday. <laughs> Bye. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.